0: feel fierce at story time, nap time, play time, or any time. Welcome to the Metro Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Flanagan. I'm Fierce is the ultimate declaration of self-love and acceptance of your most authentic self. And the preschoolers at the Cretel U branch of the Brooklyn Public Library are all too happy to assert their fierceness. And who better to lead the children through this heartfelt series of stories of embracing identity, whatever that may be, well, it's none other than drag performer Lil Miss Hot Mess.
1: It is a tough crowd, but it's a fun crowd. I mean, I probably there's probably more people paying attention there, despite all of the like screaming and whining and crying and other kids stuff, than there is at any drag show, you know. At- midnight on a Saturday night or something. I'm not dealing with drunk adults or, you know, people who are trying to get laid or something like that. I'm dealing with kids who who are trying their best to to hold their attention. (laughs) Maybe it's the hot pink stiletto pumps on the carpet. Maybe it's the sequin blue
0: dress with tassels that swing. Maybe it's the bright pink lips, glittery green eyeshadow, or lashes for days. Or it could be the curly red wig that tops it all off. Who knows? But in the common area of the curtel U Library, Lil' Miss Hot Mess held court for the Drag Queen Story Hour.
1: We are going to start with a book called Not Quite Narwhal by Jessie Sima. Has anybody seen this book before? We often try to choose books that have to deal with diversity, acceptance, um, you know, being who you are. Um, so today I read a book called Not Quite Narwhal, um, which is about a creature that is actually a unicorn but grows up with narwhals and, and then finally goes to the land of unicorns and sort of realizes who they are, um, but then you know, kind of finds acceptance and the joy of living in both worlds. Um, we also read a book called Worm Loves Worm, which is about two worms who don't really have genders, but they get married, and, and all their little insect friends you know, ask them, who's going to be the bride, and who's going to be the groom, and you know, this is the way it's always been done, and in the end, they say, well, we don't have to do it the way that it's always been done, and so they both get to be the brides, and they both get to be the grooms.
0: But it's not just about teaching tolerance and other such buzzworthy upbringing techniques. The Drag Queen Story Hour is a chance for kids, young kids, with their parents to spend time with someone done up in full drag, engaging with them the same way any other adult
1: would. But just with a little more pizzazz. Drag queens are people too. Um, we, you know, we live larger than life, we go outside the box, but there's no reason to say that we can't read stories or, you know, can't be around kids. Um, for me, it's such sort of a natural fit that, like, kids love play. They love experimenting. Um, they don't necessarily have these preconceived ideas of gender, even if they're kind of learning them from their parents or their peers. Um, and so, like, drag queens are all about fun and excitement and play and, and um, breaking outside the mold and, and sort of living your life the way you want to. So I think that really resonates with
0: well, it certainly resonates here. The Saturday Morning Story Hour at Critelieu Library is packed, and guesstimates have about 300 people attending. So many that the park strollers fill up the library aisles. Children's librarian Liz Blake says hosting Drag Queen Story Hour was an almost natural fit for Ditmas Park.
2: I think the initial thought is just like, oh, that sounds so fun, you know? Um, you don't often get to have children interacting with drag queens because they're usually performing at night or whatever um, in adult settings, but I think drag queens are just such a, a positive and celebratory figure, role model. Um, we need more of that these days and you know, recognizing differences but celebrating them and knowing that it's okay to be different, be yourself. Um, Just all of those messages are what I personally love and I think the world needs more of it today. However, Ditmas
0: Park is also a diverse neighborhood and not everyone is going to subscribe to the same free to be you and me ideology. And Liz says that's why the library's emphasis is on the variety of programs that they offer. There's something here for everyone.
2: The library serves everyone and diverse, uh, Brooklyn is a very diverse place, especially this neighborhood. It's an intersection of so many different um, groups and classes and races. Um, We really do have something for everyone and we understand that not every program is for everyone. So if anyone is interested, we have story times four other days of the week that are run by regular librarians like me. So this is a nice, very exciting, special event that we get to offer once in a while. And we totally understand that it's not for everyone, but they're welcome to come to any of our other programs if they'd like to.
0: And Liz says there probably were some new families here. The Cartel U Library does host a regular story hour on Saturday mornings at 1030, and some families might have attended out of habit, not necessarily to see Lil Miss Hot Mess. But whatever got them there, Jonathan Hamill, co-organizer of the Drag Queen Story Hour, well, he says what matters is that
3: they stayed I think there's a big difference between uh, teaching kids something and also putting them into real life situations. You can tell your kids to do anything or say anything about being politeness, or you know, when you see someone, don't stare at them. But not until you actually bring them into an environment surrounded by a bunch of other people, and them being physically around a situation, you really can't get used to something unless you're in that environment a lot. So I guess when you're young and you're physically surrounded by all different types of gender and presentation, when you become older, you won't be a jerk about it. And it'll be a main, just, you know, you'll be a 30 year old being like, oh yeah, drag queens, they read to me as kids versus, you know, what is a drag queen? (laughs) And it's not just traditional drag queens, if there
0: is such a thing. Jonathan says their philosophy is that anyone can participate in the story hour, regardless of gender identity or sexuality.
3: Um, we have a trans woman who's also an ordained minister who does drag and she plays a guitar and sings songs. So that's just one of our storytellers. So we have a huge spectrum of colorful rainbow, if you will, of storytellers. Drag Queen Story Hour is the brainchild
0: of Michelle T., a Los Angeles-based writer and mom who found that many traditional library storytellers seemed, well, boring. But drag queens, who are already performers and can hold the attention of a room full of inebriated adults at a nightclub, would be a perfect fit for entertaining young children. But co-organizer Jonathan Hamill says it's not enough to have just performed
3: in drag. Kids, in their own way, can be a tougher crowd. One of our main objectives for organizing and I guess the nuts and bolts of story hour is to create a curriculum where we train and vet our drag queens, we do a bunch of trainings with them, not only how to read to children but also how to address questions on gender or weird kids say the darndest things moments and Yeah, and we do special trainings for children with autism or other special needs, and we're also doing bilingual readings, and now we're going to start doing readings in Chinese as well as Spanish, and hopefully in the future do sign language. Wow, Mm -hmm. okay.
0: The Story Hour has since gone international. Parents can find the Drag Queen Story Hour in Taiwan, South Africa, and across the UK. But back in Brooklyn, Lil Miss Hot Mess, who's been with the program since its West Coast inception, has helped shape the story hour, including the rewording of popular children's songs.
1: The shoes on the dragon go up up, 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 the shoes on the dragon go. Part of what is exciting to me about Drag Queen Story Hour is that not only are we exposing kids to questions about, you know, um, gender and acceptance and LGBT issues, but I, I really like sort of getting to shine a light on what I think drag culture is, which is always about kind of um, taking something and twisting it around or pushing the boundaries um, or doing something that's unexpected. And so for me, those songs are just a way of kind of shaking things up just a little bit, just kind of walking right up to the line um, in terms of sort of what we can do and and have kids do with us. The hips on the dragon go swish, 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 swish. Swish, 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 the hips on the dragon go. Swish, swish, swish. All through the town. The hands on the dragon go. Jazz, jazz. Jazz, jazz. Jazz, jazz. jazz. The hands on the dragon
2: go. Jazz, jazz. All through the
1: town. Just like drag queens can get away with a lot, kids can also get away with a lot. They can ask questions that if an adult asked me, you know, I'd think rude. But kids, they're curious and and they don't know. So um, I do get a lot of questions about, you know, are you a boy or a girl? Um, Why are you wearing so much makeup? (laughs) Uh, A lot of kind of practical questions like that. Um, Here you dropped a sequin, you know, things like that. Um, you know, every now and then I get a, a less appropriate question about, you know, what my tatas are made of or am I wearing a wig or something like that. But, but again, I think it really comes from a place of curiosity. Um, and, and as much as we, you know, try to create this space to, to celebrate and think about gender, I think at the end of the day, like, really most of these kids are just entertained. And, and hopefully that message sinks in, but it's not really... What they're thinking about on the surface. The jewels on the dragon go fling bling bing,
2: bing, bing.
1: bling. Bing, bing. The jewels on the
2: dragon
1: go fling bling bling all through the town. The tatas on the dragon go, shimmy, 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 shimmy. The tatas on the dragon go, shimmy, 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 all through the the mouth on the dragon goes blah, 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 blah. The mouth on the dragon goes blah, blah, blah,
0: all through the town. Thank you for listening. Want more of the Metro Focus podcast in your ear? Subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, please remember to like Metro Focus on Facebook and Twitter. And if you have a question for me or any of the Metro Focus staff, ask us on Twitter with hashtag #MetroFocus.